Mike's Daily Podcast. FF episode. Oh, I didn't say the FF episode last show, did I? So you're all confused now. 1,255 today. That was 1,254 last show. Anyway. Cafe Anyway. Anyway. Is where we are. My name is Mike Matthews, broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Today we hear from Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, Bison, Bentley. Mike's Daily Podcast. And we get to the segment, the FM Project, the Fascinating Material Project. Mike's Daily Podcast. I'll have some fascinating material for you, though it's not from Cyber Warfare. I think I have a lot of savoir-faire. I think you would agree when you listen to this show that my whole demeanor is something like a Rochambeau. Mike's Daily Podcast. Like you're being kicked in the... You know, that's sort of what that is, isn't it? It's an ancient Mike's Asian Daily Exercise podcast. move to yeah. debilitate your foe. Rashambeau. I don't know. I was thinking about millennials and about how, like any generation, millennials fall victim to one thing. And I always have to tell them, and, and, and especially the ones that my roommates, because I don't want this issue. They like to pour bacon grease down the drain. I'm like, that's weird. Here you are, you're all progressive thinking in so many areas, and yet you still think you need to put bacon grease down the drain, the drain when everybody is yelling at you, no, 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 you gotta put it in the recycle bin. Not the recycle bin, I'm sorry, the compost bin, or the compost. In Podcastro Valley Mont, they tell you put it in the uh, green bin, which is our compost bin. You, they say, let it dry, the bacon grease, to about, you know, where it's kind of a thick sludge. And then you get a paper towel and you scoop it and then you can throw it into the... But actually, they now have said you can pour the hot grease directly into the garbage bin. Isn't that interesting? Because I guess the sides are... The plastic is strong enough to withstand the hot heat. Well, that's what I read anyway. Look who just walked in to this wonderful place called Cafe Anyway. Hello, Michael Mash, it's Madame Rutabaga. Why are we talking about bacon? Well, I haven't eaten it in a while. And the guy that I work with made bacon this morning in the microwave. Yes, he ate pig. And I am smelling bacon all up and down the hallways of Cafe Anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast. Anyway. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Oh. There's a letter in your mailbox. Thank you, George. You know, I did. I got a text at 336-MM-DAILY. That's 336-MM-DAILY. You can text me or call me there. And I got a text from the Daily Haley. And Haley said, Mike, you know what you did? You mentioned gas prices are going up because of fracking. Or I said something to that effect. I linked fracking to gas prices. And the else just walked in. And Haley pointed out the fact that they don't actually get the gas for your car out of fracking. That's natural gas that they get out of fracking. 
Thank you. I'm glad we cleared that up. But that look who you are now. Hello, dear Mike. You're scary. It's Valentino that backing it, thing. And it's advice of Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, I don't give a frack. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny there. I should be a comedian. Mike, he's really fanny. Do you know that? Ted Patty. Oh, yeah, you guys are trying to start a third party. Yeah, Ted Patty. Well, I'm not making fun of the way you talk. What? You're making fun of the way I talk? Do you know that? No. I listen to some radio here and there. I listen to a lot of internet radio now. And I still notice something that DJs do I don't like. And that's when they laugh at their own jokes. Hey everybody, happy hump day today. <laughs> happy hump day. It's not funny. Why are you laughing? It's sort of like they're laughing at it to make it not so... Hey, I'm completely friendly. Enjoy my show. Don't stop listening. I just hate when jocks laugh at their own jokes. I don't do jokes, so I don't ever laugh. Adulting. Millennials, that's another thing. So, a millennial that I know... Oh, she's beautiful. Oh. I'm sorry, I can't get her out of my head. Anyway, she's, she's a pretty millennial. And I could date her and everything, but eh, eh. she's like late 20s. I don't know. That's still a little young for the mic. I got to look around my own age zip code. That would be in the 40s. And yes, now a little bit of the younger 50s crowd. I'm looking at y'all because you're hot. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, that got a little creepy. I wanna do a little thing with you. I wanna do a little thing with you. When <sighs> Adulting, anyway, is what I heard a millennial say. Oh. And here's today's podcast picture. Hey, it's a millennial that I know and have known for a long time. I can't even understand how she's still a millennial because she seems to be a lot older than that. But anyway, she is Shelly Shuart, who just walked in just right now hello i'm this is shelly shuhart's gift jump supervisor oh my god like what's adulting yeah somebody said hashtag adulting my god is what's adulting what's that what's that adulting okay so somebody said buying a new car with my dad today hashtag adulting buying a new car with my dad today hashtag adulting does that not scream you should not have posted that? Does that not scream? Don't read me the clown! The whole uh, daughter getting a car from her dad going shopping for a new car? No! That teaches them all the wrong things. That's where everything goes wrong. Because then they get a new car and they really have no, they're all entitled. And they have no respect for it, so they drive it and zip zam, zoom zam, zip it out all over the place, and then they crash. And yeah, no, I know I'm being really pessimistic, sad, and downer, but it's true. 
hey, here's the thing. Help your daughter buy a used car. Learn about used cars. Learn about how you can keep the car going. Learn about d- changing your own oil. I didn't learn. Okay, I didn't learn about that till my uh, actually 40s, which I, I wish I should have learned a lot. I learned how to take it to a Jiffy Lube in my 20s, but I then learned how to change my own oil. And let me tell you what, it's not that hard depending on the car. My car, a Saturn View, already sits high above the ground, so I'm able to squeeze below it to get to the little thing, the knob that I unscrew in it, the the oil gushes out. But I did once kind of hurt myself doing it. My head felt the cold, because I'm bald. Did I mention that? And I, my cold, bald head felt the cold concrete of my garage, which you should do it in the garage because it's level. And I felt the cold concrete and it like shocked me and my head involuntarily reflexed the other direction and I smashed against the bottom of the car. Oh my gosh, I had a big gash on my head for a while. It made me look cool. But yeah, adult hashtag adulting. Here's the deal. Life is it you're an adult when you really start to understand life and the whole hashtag adulting doesn't even come into play I was talking with a uh, what a 30 something who's already had two kids now married has a house and everything and she and still works in radio somehow and she was saying that whole hashtag adulting just is ridiculous so I'm done talking about adulting I just want to get that off my show the Shelly Shuhart's on the podcast picture and she, as always, looks lovely. Thank you, Mike Matthews. You're welcome. Hashtag red, ted, red heads. Red Teds? Do you know a guy who's a redhead Ted? Then you're awesome. And you should be thankful you're alive. Now, somebody, and that's what life is all about, is being thankful you're alive and making the most of it. I don't know where this show is going. Turned into a little pep talk, didn't it? You can do it! Mike'sDailyPodcast.com is where you can go to tell me what you think about all these topics we've uh, hashtag adulting, etc., etc. The word etc. What do you think about it? Should it be etc. or etc.? Hmm? What? I heard a learned teacher say etc. So now I'm confused. I always was told etc. So whatever. Let me know what you think. You can, of course, text or call 336-MM-DAILY. Or you can email me, mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. Or there are several places I am on social media that you can comment. And we read your comments on the section. Oh, my God. Email for me now. And you are calm and not so calm. Yeah, we zipped through that one that fast that time. So, please... Feel free to do that. And you can find all those links at mikesdailypodcast.com. Also a link to the Amazon where you can help out this show. Click on the Amazon link. Do whatever you were going to buy. And then you get that thing. And you do that thing with the Amazon. And if you do it through mikesdailypodcast.com, great poupon. It helps us out. So there's also this wonderful thing called uh, PayPal. You can help us out that way. You'll get a special greeting from all the Cafe Anyway characters. And you become a Mike's Daily Podcaster. Finally, 
There's the podcast pictures and past interviews that I did. All there at mikesdailypodcast.com. Check it out. Nobody goes to it anymore. Occur- according, according to my statistics, nobody goes to mikesdailypodcast.com. But that's all right. Life goes on. You're darn tootin'. Thank y'all. The Fascinating Material Project. FM Project. Well, my two of my favorite shows, Doctor Who and Sherlock, are uh, put together by a guy named Stephen Moffat. And Daily Haley sent me this article from the Daily Dot. It says, why does the man behind Doctor Who and Sherlock still have a job? Imagine a man who spent describing, spent years describing women as needy husband hunters. A man whose consumer base has grown increasingly upset with his refusal to listen to criticism. Lack of diversity, and that time he made fun of a high-profile woman in his industry for criticizing the way he runs his department. Surely he wouldn't be allowed to keep his job, or at the very least, the higher-ups would tell him to watch his public image. But that man is Stephen Moffat, the current showrunner of Doctor Who and co-creator of Sherlock. Who I think this is his last season of Doctor Who That's going to be coming out much later on this year And the new season will feature a black character A black woman Oh, Stephen Moffat's trying to prove us all wrong In Moffat's universe, he gets rewarded Not punished for his history of dismissive Problematic speech in writing He now presides over not one But two of the most popular shows in the world And Far from being chastened by recent demands for his replacement, he remains as glib as ever, confidently declaring that women watch Sherlock only because they're attracted to the main character. Even as he's describing his plans for the fourth and fifth series of the show, whose popularity grew on the back of its massive female fan base. Moffat is happy his wife is no longer the size of a boat. Because her pregnancy was a scary time in his life That left him, quote, pretty frightened and disgusted Moffat is happy he was happy to hire Karen Gillan To play Amy Pond He thought Gillan was wee and dumpy Oh yeah, yeah, because He's Scottish And she's actually Scottish So it would be pronounced wee and dumpy But it turns out she's 5'11", slim and gorgeous Moffat is happy he was able to shag his way around television studios like a mechanical digger and still I guess I guess these are things he actually said because they're in quotes and still wind up with a successful television career married to one of the most powerful producers in the industry Moffat is happy Sherlock Holmes isn't asexual because there's no fun in that quote unquote of course Sherlock's not gay either because he wouldn't be living with a man if he thought men were interesting And although John and Sherlock are definitely a love story, that'd be John Watson, Moffat doesn't see why it should be weirdly sexualized. Moffat is happy he can write only the most interesting, innovative, and entertaining relationships into his shows. And those relationships are straight ones. Moffat is happy that while women may fuss about equal treatment, deep down, all they want is to be the one. The one to melt the glacier. The one who knows what men like. The one who has a crush on the doctor. 
He's happy because he knows the secret about women. Moffat is happy because he knows he can keep dumping the slightly needy girlfriend by palming her off on a copy of his hero. It's brilliant after because after we've gotten her out of the picture, we can laugh at her. Now we're getting into specifics that you if you don't watch his shows, you probably won't know what's going on, but So that's the gist of it. Thank you, Daily Haley. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere, Podcaster Valley. Yes, your, your new name is Daily. Because that's what the show's all about, being daily. And today is a day that, like many others, you will grab by the horns. And you will be... I'm just totally cheerleading you today. I'm leading you by cheer. Cheering you on. It's going to be a day like no other. Hey, I'm going to be back next show with the wonderful Shelly Shuhart. You'll be back. Okay, Mike Matthew, that sounds like fun. Excellent. I didn't make you a character that's needy of men in any way, did I? No, Mike Matthews, I stand on my own completely. Snow globe. Oh, yeah. Your snow globes are awesome. I hate them. Uh-huh. But that's what she sells in the gift shop, everybody, just so you know. Call... 336MM daily to order your snow globe. We're all out. Oh. Well, anyway, so Cafe Anyway, that's the end of the show. And next show, we'll have Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.